You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. Joining me is my co-host... Josh Schaefer. There you go. Esquire. Yeah, finally getting you to do something for my site again after how many years now? Eight, Eight ten, something like that. I think Jumper <laughs> was in theater still. <laughs> and your brother tried to submit a review of it, and we rejected it. Rejected. Yep. <laughs> well, it was crap, so... I mean, and, so was the movie. <laughs> For some reason, I have high editorial standards for a crappy little blog, so... Hey, all five of us really enjoy it. <laughs> all five of us who <laughs> used to write for the thing? Yep. <laughs> so, Josh, tell us about you, since obviously I've written hundreds of articles since the site relaunched, and you've done Jack Squat. I, I read. That's so helpful. Stuff. That's so helpful for the yeah. content of the site. I mean, the content-wise, I watch movies and stuff, and I... And don't say anything about I them. editorializes them <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> And then I uh, I play video games and talk about them with myself. Well, I mean, obviously I've, on the site before, given out, like, my top five. I've given out my top ten movies twice at this point. Mm. So, I don't know. What's your top five anything? If you had to choose five things you really like. So my top five whatever I want, yes, Mike. Yes, absolutely anything, anything you want, Josh. So number one would obviously be the Hawks. And for the listeners who don't know what Hawks are, I am specifically talking about the DC Universe's Hawkman and Hawk Girl, also Hawk Woman at times. And so that's my first spot. That's does that three. include the rest of the Thanagarians? Am yes. I saying that right? Yes. Wow, I'm also an I'm one of seven people that enjoy their storylines. Because I'm not one of them. Jeff Johns is, and he's a genius. He is, but that, that's... But also Rob Liefeld. So that balances oh, out. That balances out. Yeah, the guy that can't draw feet. Yeah, or... Or Hawkman, for that matter. Or draw. Yeah, oh! So, poor Liefeld. Number two. Also, I just want to add, if Rob Liefeld, if you're listening to this, I will destroy you. I was going to say, I'm not sorry about anything we just said. Number two. Number two, Big Trouble in Little China is probably one of my favorite movies for multiple reasons. One, you see Kurt Russell with the mullet. I I can support that. Number three. Support that. Number three. Number three, I would have to say Ghostbusters. Nice. Like the first movie or both or just the whole franchise? The remake. Specifically, only the remake. I thought you hated that movie. I did. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. So the first one, the first one, and the second one, and the cartoon series. So everything but the new one with the ladies that I actually didn't hate. I didn't hate it. it you, you kind of hated it. They should have just called it Busters of Ghost. It was no. like, it was like the Aldi's version of the Ghostbusters. Okay, so you did hate it then? No, I didn't hate it. I love Aldi's. Sure. Okay, number four. What? I'm thinking. How do you not have a fourth already? I like, know. I mean, there's stuff. What? Arrested Development. Oh, TV shows. We can do that. You can do anything. Anything. It's anything. Wow. Because so you did Hawkman and then like two movie franchises. Terminator. Okay. That was a... So back to a movie franchise again, despite yeah. prompting. I... Well, <laughs> you see, Mike, when you're as cool as I am... There's a lot of things that get your attention, and I really like to watch 80s movies. Okay, number 90s. five. N- number five? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of a douche move, but don't want to hear my reasoning, but let's just Okay, okay. back to number four then. What, back, for Terminator, what do you want? I like Austrian men blowing stuff up. Number five. So, okay, so, wait, no, 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 but, but not Predator or Commando or Red Heat or any of those, just specifically Terminator only. Well, I mean, Predator was an offshoot of the Terminator franchise. It was not. Prove me wrong. You can't, because we're talking on the radio. No, what? Okay, number five. It would have to be a tie between Metroid and Mega Man. Okay, I can see that. I, I was... I'm not even certain you have to explain that. I just, I understand that. 
And honorary mention to Pachacor. He's not higher on your list? I mean, my music Do you need list. to rearrange your list now? No. Okay. Just, you, gotta, you gotta shout out to Tupac. So, so, I think today we are gonna talk about Star Trek. Yeah. Which was not on either of the lists that we potentially came up with right there. It's a so. different type of ranking system. There you go. So, as the anyone who has read the site will know, I recently went through and tried to review as much of the Star Trek franchise as I could without watching every single episode of it, because, wow, some of those shows suck. Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> animated series. I like the animated series. You're the only one. No, there's like dozens of us. <laughs> like, with the same people who like Hawkman? Probably. <laughs> we have, we're a very classy group of elitists that control the monetary... And I, I, I get the feeling like you guys purposely try and find stuff everyone else hates so you can find a reason to like it. I mean, I don't like Doctor Who, so you might be onto something. <laughs> that, is, that is a fair point. What are your feelings on the Star Trek franchise? Uh, Aside from apparently liking animated series. I mean, the animated series isn't oscar worthy i mean because it's not a movie but i like star trek okay what so, favorite series <clears throat> deep space nine cisco's my boy cisco is awesome i like his shakespearean style for the most part there are moments where he gets a little too over the top early cisco's a little uh tough okay to be he, fair i i rewatched like five episodes including uh in the pale moonlight late mm. cisco also gets a little tough at times it's just cisco honor the goatee man Okay. No, but I mean, I, I like Cisco a lot, and I think I, I prefer him to some of the other uh, captains there. Um, Archer was oh, yeah. kind of... I, like, he's not bad, but he's no. not great. He's he's Captain Bland. Yeah. And Janeway does not impress me at all. I like, I like the actress, but I don't like the character. She's... Janeway's issue was always she knew how to do everything, and you had all these kind of cool characters that never did anything because Janeway was a Swiss Army knife of... Uh... The Voyager. <laughs> Insert her into any situation and she knows how to fix it. Yeah. That's fine. So what do you think about the new series? Discovery. I loved it. Why? It was different. It was darker. I mean, I, I really liked the Klingons. I really didn't like what they did with the Klingons, but kind of got used to them after a while. Um, the story was a little bit predictable, but... I mean, I, as I've ranted on the website, because I'm the one writing for it. Yes, I've read. Right now. I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, I, I did not care for the first season of Discovery at all. Primarily because it really felt like Brian Fuller, before he got fired or quit or whatever it was that happened with the show, had a f probably five-year plan or so for that show. And then CBS condensed it down to one year. And you missed a good opportunity to say five-year mission. Uh, I don't feel like I missed that at all. I, I did. And I, I appreciate my own humor, but go on. But, yeah, it, it just felt like it moved way too quickly for the story it wanted to tell. Like, okay, so, Burnham. Michael Burnham. She's supposed to be the hero for the whole show, and she essentially becomes an unranked member of the crew after she gets sent to prison for mutiny, which I have my own issue with, because a different show, uh, the original series, said there's never been a mutiny in Federation before, and apparently there has been. Did they just wipe that away? Well, maybe they took, they got rid of it. We haven't seen season two yet, so we don't know. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's not get stuck in the minutia there. So she's supposed to have this huge arc, and it feels like her redeeming herself and becoming an officer again should be the arc of the whole series, and they wrap it up in one season. Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what season two has in store for us. Maybe she'll just but... become like emperor of the Federation at the, at the speed she's going. Yeah. I mean, so. 
I'm okay. I love the Terrans. So. <laughs> I, I, conceptually, I like the Mirror Universe. I don't like what Discovery did with it. I Enterprise had the best Mirror Universe. Oh, yeah. Hands down, the uh, Mirror Darkly episodes mm-hmm. were fantastic. But self-contained story that didn't require the Federation at all. That's yeah. That's no. pretty awesome there. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they revisit the that universe. Mm-hmm. The mirror universe. I mirror. got the word for the word, the word mirror. <laughs> that, that I literally just said? Yeah. Like a few it's times? It's like a reflection of our normal universe, but slightly altered. I don't know what you'd call it, though. <laughs> Different universe. Parallel. <laughs> no, that's too comic book. <laughs> so dumb. Well, and it's a, it, it is a comic book concept, though. I mean... Oh, yeah. I mean, they've been doing that since sci-fi was first sci-fi, right? Since DC realized they had two different versions of Earth, they could have the Flash cross back and forth over to. Yeah, and, yeah. I, hell, I'm pretty certain that's how they've had the DC characters cross over with the Star Trek characters. Yeah, Just probably. have the Flash run in and do some stupid crap. <laughs> I mean, it's the Flash. It's, it's what he does. The character of plot convenience anytime mm-hmm. you need him to be. So, yeah. That's yeah. what I appreciate about him. <laughs> but Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek. I, I know you didn't like Discovery. Yeah. And you didn't like Voyager. Yeah. You don't like Enterprise. No, okay. I didn't hate Enterprise. I mean, going through all the shows, original series didn't hook me. And I think it's the it's the fact that Star Trek, for me, got better the second Gene Roddenberry stopped being involved with it at all. Ooh, you're going to get some death threats now. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I know I'm in the minority on that opinion, but, like... First two seasons of Next Generation and pretty much all of the original series and whatever influence he had on the animated series, they're crap. Like, there are episodes of the original series I like, but they don't rise to the level of making me ever want to watch the whole show. Yeah, it has its episodes. Like, I liked more of the characters than I did the actual Mm -hmm. plots, Mm -hmm. but... And then you take the motion picture, which is the most Gene Roddenberry of the motion pictures. That's what happens when... uh... Someone wants to make 2001 Space Odyssey without Honest. having any talent for filmmaking. Oh, ow. Yeah, the director they got for that was pretty ass. Yeah. Just a lot of slow. Episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of... Like, there's 45 minutes of really interesting action in that movie that comes at the end. But to mm-hmm. get there, you have to slog through an hour and a half of not. Yeah, my favorite part is a like, 40-minute sequence of the Enterprise just leaving a space station. I know! 35 minutes and they don't even actually get out of dry yeah. dock. And it's just a very long, long, yeah. long yeah. shot of it just slowly moving in space. And it's interesting to compare it to The Wrath of Khan, which came afterwards, and is perhaps one of the least Gene Roddenberry of all the Star Trek movies. Yeah, because yeah, it, it, I mean, it's really, what's his name, Nicholas Meyer and mm-hmm. Leonard Nimoy. They were the two that came up with that movie, and that's them. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you can tell that's, that's, that's not Gene Roddenberry's influence there. It's just the two of them that came up with that one. It is the opposite of motion picture both in just its content but also the fact that you know they're out into space within five minutes of the movie starting and they use the exact same shots from the motion picture for like seeing the enterprise and it's what like 30 seconds instead of 35 minutes (laughs) the editing was kind of tough but yeah so star trek 6 is my favorite though oh love that movie so Mm -hmm. much i'm glad you agree with me on that oh yeah Yeah. unless you count galaxy quest which i do (laughs) I did put it on there. I, I, Galaxy Quest is great, and I think it's a great quote-unquote Star Trek movie. But if we're talking traditional movies, I'm not going to put it on the list. Oh, no. No. Mm. I mean, because at that point, if we're going to qualify anything that feels like Star Trek, we'd have to put Master and Commander on the list as well, which That's true. is a good yeah. naval movie that feels almost like Star Trek, but isn't quite. No. 
But plus you you have Christopher Plummer singing about Nazis <laughs> in space. As opposed to Christopher Plummer in uh, movie five where he's just this random Terran ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> I, <forgot about> that. <laughs> I didn't. I'm like, hey, Christopher Plummer, what are you doing in this movie? You'll Why be are... in the next one and your career will tank after that. Oh, It didn't really tank. He had a... He, he's a great B movie actor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he'd agree with the, him being a B movie actor. Okay, he he played Jack the Ripper in Time After Time. He's a B movie actor. I don't like whatever else. You he got me say. there. <laughs> he was he was the lead in Sound of Music though. That's something, right? That was that where his career peaked. Is that what you're saying? I don't it know. Feels like that's what you're saying. I Wasn't he know. also in Waxwork? Was he? I think he I was think like maybe. I think he was the villain in Waxwork. Also, he like if you anyone who's in B uh, like Waxwork is a B movie actor. I think we I just mean, have to qualify that. I think that might check because I'm pretty sure Bruce Campbell was in that. No, no, Bruce Campbell Bruce wasn't in, in those. One. He was in oh yeah, he was. Part. He was yeah. in the second one for the. Um, he was the black and white like film noir. The ghost or, sequence, yeah. which was the best one from. The and movie. I mean, Bruce Campbell will fully admit that he's a B movie actor. Yeah, but he's still a genius. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, Star Trek. That's right. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek. So I would just fill this with five minutes of us going, Star Trek. And he also won an Academy Award. You're cheating again, aren't you? I am cheating. You are. I am. <laughs> what did he win it for? Beginners. I haven't seen Best that. supporting actor. I didn't know it was a movie until just now. <laughs> but you know what? That, that gets you an A. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, so Star Trek Six we agree on. Star Trek Two we agree on. It's, it's pretty good, and yeah. I with you that Star Trek Six is better. Well, what's your opinion on Star Trek Four? It's all right. <laughs> that, was, that was a very long, staticky pause there. Like, it took me a moment to remember what the story was. Whales. It was the whales. Whales. Yeah. But <clears throat> it, it's definitely not my favorite. But it, there's a lot that are way worse. <laughs> Star Trek 1, Star Trek 5, Nemesis. Anything that's not First Contact from the... Well, you said Nemesis, but I know I mean, you don't like First Contact. Yeah, wow. The, the Next Generation movies are crap. I like First Contact. That's the only but... good one, and First Contact is like middle tier, when like 6 and oh, yeah. 2 are definitely top tier. Yeah, they it's... could have done a lot more with that. Yeah, it's not even in the same ballpark. But was it Genesis that had the weird... Uh, the bipolar data was that generations 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 yeah the the awful but then data was awful in insurrection also yes he was yes like it's it's two completely different datas depending upon if you're watching one and three or two and four of the next generation movies yeah but generations on paper should have been good because wasn't anthony hopkins the bad guy no um generations was malcolm mcdowell that's what i meant i was looking confused because they're the same person they're really not i mean they are (laughs) Have you ever seen the two in the same room? I haven't. <laughs> there you go. I've met both of them individually <laughs> at separate times. At conventions? No, I've never met them. Oh. <laughs> I was feeding you that one, trying to let you get away yeah. with that. No, I wish I did. Eh. But... Malcolm McDowell seems cool. Yeah. Like, crazy, but not in that... Um... Mm. Anyone who was in Clockwork Orange, I, I don't think, is yeah. the most sane of people. <laughs> oh, who's Stanley the who's the, cra- the crazy guy? Um... His nephew was, or son was in, um... Gary Busey? There you go. Gary Busey. He's not Gary Busey crazy. Nope. No. And I did meet Gary Busey. <laughs> and his son, Jake Busey, who is a very nice man. I was gonna say, Jake Busey seems like he has the insanity, but he tempers it down. Gary Busey just seems like he did way too much cocaine and can never bring it yeah. back down to earth. Yeah, he's... There's something missing from that 
Yeah. It's unfortunate. Because I've even seen interviews where he's trying not to be crazy, and he's still insane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Point Break must have done something to him. He he gravitates in a different planetary system. That's that that's the only way to describe it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he knows it too, and he's just okay yeah. with being like that. But yeah, so if we're talking Star Treks in general, so I'm not a fan of original series. I'm not a fan of animated series. I'm not a fan of the two seasons, first two seasons of Next Generation. I at some point need to try to get in there and watch like from season three or season four yeah. on. Once you get past the second season, it's a lot more bearable like <laughs> yeah second season just not good wow i got like i encounter at far point the first two episodes were decent and then it's the racist african episode and yeah. then the ferengi and you see the ghost rape one i hadn't gotten that far yet Oof, no i i i think i watched like the fifth or space s- abortion i can't remember which one fifth or sixth episode i think showed up on the list of top fives for me to watch but like mm. the rest of it was was just straight ass yeah it was bad they didn't really get their groove yet, mm-hmm. you know. Not until the series was basically almost over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Deep Space Nine had a rough first season, but was nowhere nowhere near as bad as like how Next Generation started. No, I mean Deep Space Nine started in the middle of Next Gen, mm-hmm. so it was pretty good. And then it got really great almost until like seventh season. And seventh season, I would say, fell apart by comparison, but was still pretty watchable. Mm-hmm. And then there's Voyager. And they could have done so much with it. The only good part of Voyager is the Doctor. Oh yeah, the Doctor is great, and I like yeah. the uh, the terrorist group. I just based on the Maquis. The Maquis, yeah, the Maquis were cool. Yeah, but the Maquis weren't they introduced in Next Generation? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or so, I mean, that's, Nine. that's a good con- concept that I mean Voyager did okay with. Yeah. So I would have rather just seen an entire series dedicated to the um, Dominion War. Oh, like the or or just an entire series following just a crew of Maquis people floating between Federation yeah. and Cardassian space. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. Yeah. But and so maybe it was just like by comparison to Voyager, but watching Enterprise, it was actually bearable. It yeah. was decent. But there were part like Enterprise, I think, suffered from the same thing that Next Gen and. Deep Space Nine suffered with with they didn't find their stride and I have a feeling that if they had another couple, season another season because like towards the end it was getting kind of like well I, they I had a different showrunner on yeah, it than, than so. like the first two who ran the first three seasons and I mean Mirror Darkly is in that one yeah yeah and there were some really interesting episodes um but even like first couple seasons where, where I saw some of the episodes from that for the reviews that I did on the website they were surprisingly not bad i mean yeah. i would i would put above acceptably watchable like it was certainly better i would yeah. say that much i think it was just poor timing for him to come out too yeah and it's... i mean I, I still like it better than any of the stuff i watched than what i saw from discovery because aside from a couple of like standalone episodes of discovery i really don't feel like that series found its footing yeah. maybe it will in the next couple seasons but yeah well and i don't want to this is going to sound, not to get too political, but I think part of Enterprise's issue, too, was that Star Trek's always been a political show, mm-hmm. and it's always used current politics to kind of... Oh, yeah. I mean, from the 60s onward, where they were commenting on race and communism yeah. and everything else, so yeah. It's a, I think it's fair to say it's a pretty left-leaning liberal show. Yeah, I would say. And Enterprise kind of had that unfortunate, I guess, luck of the draw... To be aired like right in the 9/11 area era because Enterprise came out in 2001. Yeah, and, and then it not happened to blame soon after. everything on 9/11. No, no, no. But I, but... I can I can kind of get what you're saying because at at that point it was very hard to comment politically on anything that was going on without seeming mm-hmm. like you were 
some sort of radical. Yeah. In, and in, having stuff read into what you were saying that wasn't meant to be there. Because a lot of great shows suffer from that, like The Lone Gunman with the X-Files spinoff. Yeah, which I think you're one of the only people that watch that. Um, X-Files is amazing. Not we'll X-Files, Lone Gunman. Lone Gunman are also amazing. I <laughs> just... Okay. I haven't... I, I haven't. <laughs> no. I mean, we can talk, you can talk X-Files at me all you want in another episode, but yeah, I've, talk about I've watched like half a season. Of Lone Gunman? Of X-Files. Oh. <laughs> so it's... Where you, were you in the 90s? Not, like, watching Buffy instead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> see, I missed out on the Buffy train. I got that later. Yeah, you got that later, and I yeah. still have to go back at some point and watch X-Files. I have watched, like, the first... Se- like, parts of the first season, and it was decent, but I it didn't catch me. Just once David Duchovny leaves, it's kind of... Yeah. So let's let's... Start towards wrapping this up, because I think we've been talking for a while now. Yeah, we almost stayed on topic the entire time. Almost. Uh, for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did talk about some stuff, and 9-11 <laughs> comes up in every one of our discussions. <laughs> Apparently, weirdo. Uh, so, what do you think of the series, like, moving forward? The franchise, I guess I should say, because they're doing the short treks, which I know you haven't watched. Yeah. Which... I didn't know they existed until you told me about them. Well, now you can years. leech off of my CBS account and go see them. What do you mean? I buy my own legally, for legal purposes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I just meant, like, we can go into my living room later and you can just watch it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so you could just... Yeah, you can watch that, but then um, they have the Picard show that's coming out that I think everyone just calls Picard. Like, I, I really hope it's just, like, a Mary Tyler Moore show spinoff where it's just Picard living in an apartment, like... Reading a book <laughs> and drinking tea. And then, like, having, like, misadventures at his job, working at, like, a newspaper, dealing with tenants in his <laughs> building or something. That that's, would... That's I would watch it. the hell out of that. I mean, Patrick Stewart could read a book on how to grow grass. <laughs> I know. And I would watch it, so... He'd, he'd make he it interesting. a calming effect on me. I don't P- know what. Picard with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as you do an 80s freeze frame. Oh, my good. God. That'd be fantastic. So you were going to actually talk about that, yeah. and I totally railroaded no, you there. No, you're fine. I, I'm thinking about Picard wearing a pillbox hat for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Mary Tyler Moore had a pillbox hat. No, but I, I can see him with the little, like, yeah, knitted I'll, beanie, and he just throws it in the just, air. Just wearing a Jackie That'd O be dress. amazing. Yeah. He, he, he could pull it off. I mean... He, he was you, the best lobster that one Halloween. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he has fantastic thighs. We saw that in season one of uh, Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> clearly i did not watch that episode maybe i have to go back now so (laughs) anyway so i'm excited to see where everything goes Um, yeah i think season two of discovery left a pretty good cliffhanger off after season one i I think it could be interesting to see where it goes because i mean obviously i still have my cbs account so i'm going to watch it and i have a I have a website that demands that I continue watching it. In Twilight so. Zone, which is, I mean... Not yeah, fair. and I mean, I know most people don't watch this who aren't, like, under the age of 50, but I do like Elementary, so I still watch that show, too. So there's been stuff for me to use my account for and not feel like I'm wasting paying for it month after month, yeah. so... And then there's, what, the new comedic animated series they're doing for it? Lower Decks, yeah. they're calling it, which, yeah. I mean, maybe... We'll see. I, I could see it success succeeding, and I could see it dying after a single season. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, with... Uh, I don't know if you've watched The Orville yet on Fox. I haven't, but that sounds like the exact kind of, like, parallel to it. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's it's a... I know you're not a huge Seth MacFarlane fan. Nope, not in the least. I hate everything he does. Yeah. And I'm not exactly, you know, his greatest <laughs> fan, but I did like A Million Ways to Die in the West because, you know, Patrick Harris is my boy. 
Um, I mean, I get that. But I, I certainly get that. The and Orville's like it's it's next the way next gen should have been, in my opinion. It's comedic and it's serious and it's you know not so veiled political statements. Yeah, well, and I th- I know I need to at some point go back and watch actually watch the Orville because if nothing else, do it for the website and just be like, yeah. hey, this is here, and watch a season of it and be like, cool, that's awful, I'm done with it now. But, it's it's pretty good. Like the first couple episodes were kind of rough. They it took a little bit to find their footing. I heard that. I heard like the first six or so you can two or three more yeah. or less ignore, and then it yeah. finally picks up. Yeah, but it's I enjoyed it. Um, I'm excited that it has a season two, and I think that's going to give CBS a real run for their money, um, because Seth MacFarlane is doing a better Star Trek than Star Trek's doing so, so far. So, so far. far, but don't don't worry. Picard is there. <laughs> <laughs> With the explanation. Got the explanation point of the hat in the air. <laughs> I want that to be a thing. <laughs> that, oh my god. I, like, can we suggest that to Patrick Stewart and just have that happen? Because I think that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> as long as Ian McKellen is involved somehow. <laughs> oh god, yeah. He could be the, uh, what, the Rhoda? Yeah. 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 Okay, so apparently we're the only two people listening to this that have actually watched all of the So shows. Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> is a comedian... <laughs> And she had a television show called The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just catching everyone up to speed. There you go. It was funny. All right. Well, thank you, Josh, for conversing with us about Star Trek. This was Not So Live from Asteroid G. I was your host, Mike Finkelstein, joined by Josh Schaefer. And we will see you next time.